friends, it's me, Reggie, with another episode of the Club Candid Podcast. How are we all doing today? Because I'm exhausted. <laughs> um, I originally planned for this episode to be all about Taylor's version of the Red Album, the 10-minute version of All Too Well, the masterpiece of a short film of All Too Well, but I started recording and... Anyways, this week's just been nuts. Honestly, this last month has just been nuts. I'm so tired. Uh, it's not even because I have a, I mean, a baby plays a part of it, but she's honestly so easy and so happy. I really can't complain. Um, but I just took too much on too soon. I know I've said that before, but I feel like I'm actually dying. <laughs> so this is just going to be a short and sweet episode Um I'm hoping it lasts longer than 10 minutes. Uh, Lennon is sleeping and I know she's going to wake up soon and I'm just trying to get something out there for you guys this Wednesday. Um, I know I don't have to put out a podcast episode every week, but I, I make so many promises to you guys and I need to stop making promises. So I don't even know if there will be a podcast episode next week. Um, I just, I feel like I can start back once December hits, maybe, Um, but I am so tired (laughs) to give you a glimpse of what life has been like lately. um, Basically, I wake up every morning and it's the best because Lennon is an angel and she's so happy and fun and we hang out all day and I never get anything done, honestly, Um, just because I have so much on my plate that it's like too much at once. So then I just sit and do nothing. And that's probably bad. Um, but that's pretty much what I've been up to. <laughs> uh, work has been crazy. I'm just like, I have so much to edit right now. You would not even believe. Um, so this is just a lesson learned. If you are a mom to be, or whenever you guys become mothers, if you're not a mother yet, um, if you can take as long of a maternity leave as possible, please do it. Um, I don't know why I was so silly and thought that I could just jump back into work. I'm just someone who tries to do too much. And I've known that for a long time, but I haven't learned my lesson. So anyways, enough about my crazy, exhausting life right now. Um, I mean, life is good. Everything I'm, I am very happy. I'm just very tired. Um, (laughs) so, uh, I need to catch up on a lot of things. So that's why probably won't see me for another week or two um, as I try to get my life in in order. (laughs) But um, I wanted to chat about a few things. First, let's talk about Taylor Swift. Let's talk about the Red Album. Let's talk about All Too Well. I, like I said, I was going to do a full podcast episode about this and I started recording it, but I was literally getting so excited about it that I went back to um, record, add on a few things and start editing it that when I was listening to it, I was like, okay, this is a train wreck because I was just talking so fast. I was so excited. I was like stuttering. I, it was, it was too much. It was too much. And so I wanted to just share briefly my thoughts because I think that might, if I keep it concise, I think it might be better. So I first want to say, I had a few, I had like my, my sister-in-law messaged me about this. I even had like a few people DM me about this. They're like, wait, why is Taylor re-recording her stuff? So to give you a really brief summary, Taylor Swift, if you aren't aware, she, all of her previous albums pretty much 
um, except for her last two, I believe. I'm not, a, I'm a big Swifty, but I'm not a, an expert. I don't know all the details, but basically she is re-recording those albums because she no longer owns them. She owns the lyrics and the instrument, like, and the music, but she doesn't own that albums, if that makes sense. So therefore she can't really make money off of them as like can't make money off of them so she's re-recording them all herself so she owns all the rights makes all the money and I just think she's brilliant and so cool and we all stand Taylor Swift um but the red album I was so excited for this one because the red album probably is I want to say fearless is maybe my favorite because that one is just a classic but the red album it just came at a time in my life when I needed it most. Um, the Red Album actually came out right after I had my very first heartbreak and right as I was also falling in love at the same time. I know it sounds messy, but it it's that's how it worked out for me and I'm really grateful. But um, All Too Well specifically, that song just, I don't really, I don't know how to put it into words, but it really is, I think, the best breakup song of all time. And if I was watching Taylor Swift on like Jimmy Fallon and the Seth Meyers show, I've been watching all things Taylor Swift this last week. And she shares with, I don't know which show it was that she was on, some late night show. Um, she was sharing how All Too Well was her favorite song on the album. And it's just crazy that All Too Well kind of became the fans' favorite song as well. And I think it's because All Too Well is just a very brilliantly written in the way that it just tells a full story and it's not your typical verse, chorus, verse, bridge, chorus, verse, whatever song. Um, and the story behind All Too Well is, I mean, we, you have a, you get a glimpse of it when you watch the short film and when you listen to the music, but uh, Taylor Swift dated Jake Gyllenhaal and he broke her heart. This is who the song is about. But she shares in an interview that All Too Well came to be when she was rehearsing for the Speak Now tour. And one day she was just really, really sad, really heartbroken. She sat down for, I think it was like a mic check. And she just sat down and was playing her guitar. And she just kept playing these same four chords over and over again. And for like 15 minutes, her and her band just like were playing off of each other and she just sang whatever was on her heart for like 15 minutes straight and she got done and she was like her mom was sitting in and listening to it and she went up to the sound guy and she's like is there a chance that you might have recorded that and he like handed her a cd and it was 15 minutes long and when she decided to include what she had written from that sound check onto the album they were like we can't really put like a 10 to 15 minute song on the album so you're gonna have to you know pick and choose so there's now the 10 minute version versus the five minute version and I'm sure maybe you already know knew that but I just wanted to throw that out there because I just think it's really cool to share that detail of how she wrote it um so yeah she just kind of wrote what was on saying what was on her heart and like literally what she played in those like 10 minutes is what is pretty much the whole song that is on the album, which I think is absolutely brilliant. And I think Taylor Swift is amazing. So the song is so good. Um, that is my go-to heartbreak song when I was feeling like a sad high school girl, you know? 
Um, and I just think it's so good. I listened to it on my anniversary. Kendall and I celebrated our fourth anniversary and we were sitting um, in a hotel. We left London for the night and it was actually magical because I slept for a solid eight hours. I have not done that in months. Like probably not until my sense of, I started my second trimester because I had to get up and pee so much. I was uncomfortable. Anyways, so that was, that was a plus. That was a win. But besides, besides that, um, I listened to it on our anniversary and we were sitting, um, in like our bed in the hotel and I was like counting down the minutes. I was like, Hey, this song's coming out. I have to listen to it. And if I could have had it my way, I would have gone on a drive and listened to it and been by myself, but it was my anniversary. If I would have done that, I probably wouldn't have come back because, you know, I would have been in all the feels. So I laid there and I like, I don't know why I did this, but I like set my phone on my face and I listened to the full 10 minutes. I told Kendall he wasn't allowed to interrupt me or anything. And it was a magical moment. I just thought, I just think anything Taylor Swift is great, but the story behind the song, how she wrote it, how it applied so personally to me after I had my heart broken, I was like, this, this song is spot on. So good. I thought the short film was amazing. Uh, the videography in me was screaming and Dylan O'Brien and Sadie Sink were phenomenal. Um, there's so many, like I was, and this was what I was going to do in the other episode. I was going to share all these like hidden meanings and things I pulled from the lyrics and stuff, but it really was a train wreck, you guys. So um, you can find lots of stuff about that on TikTok. Maybe I will share on Instagram today my favorite um, Taylor Swift all too well theories and all that stuff like that. But I thought it was absolutely phenomenal. I think Taylor Swift is amazing. And I did want to share this too. So I saw this TikTok where this guy was saying, because a lot of people have been commenting about the short film saying, oh my gosh, like, Taylor needs to win an Oscar for this. Like, this is amazing. And this guy posted a TikTok and he was like, well, guess what, guys? Taylor Swift technically qualifies for an Oscar um, to qualify. I think it's an Oscar or an Academy Award. Are they the same thing? I feel like I should know this, but I don't. Um, but he shared how. Um, so th- to qualify for an Oscar or an Academy Award, whichever one, um, you have to have a premiere. Your short film has to be shot in 35 millimeter film and it has to be a certain length, which it was. Anyways, it hits all the qualifications for a short film. So technically it can be nominated for an Oscar. And honestly, she could win. And if she were to win, that would be the biggest diss to Jake Gyllenhaal, which I love because he's never won an Oscar. How cool is that? I don't know. I feel like a part of that might be premeditated. So we are going to root for our girl Taylor that she wins an Academy Award or Oscar or whatever movie award for her brilliant short film. So I have so many thoughts on the short film and how much I loved it, but I'm just going to leave it with this, that it was phenomenal. If you haven't gone to like watch it, listen to it, you need to. If you're not a fan of Taylor Swift, you probably should be after this. I just think Taylor's attention to detail um, her songwriting, her storytelling, everything about her is amazing. And I love her so much. 
I can't say enough good things about her. Um, next, we're going to talk about influencers. Uh, the things they do that drive us crazy. Um, things that are funny to us about them. Not to put any hate on influencers because we all love them. Um, I think they're great. Some of my favorite people to follow are influencers. I think they have honest people say they don't have a hard job but I think they really do and I think that they most influencers especially the ones that I know I like to follow they do work really hard um they're really talented at what they do um I don't want to like I don't want this conversation to like be dissing on influencers in the way we kind of are but like we still love them even though I mean it's just like any person we all have our flaws we all have things about us that some people might not love but I wanted to just talk about it because last week I shared about a TikTok that I saw um, about things some influencers do for the purpose of engagement on Instagram. Um, and I just thought it was so funny and I just wanted to just open it up to you guys for you guys to just like share things that influencers do that maybe bother you. Um, this is just for, this is just for fun. We're not making, we're like, we're kind of making fun of them, but like we know we love them so much. It's like, it's like a sibling. Like you, you love them no matter what, but there's like things they do that you're just like, oh my gosh, you have to roll your eyes about. Okay. Does the, I'm trying not to sound rude. I hope that. I, okay. Anyways, let's move on. So I asked on Instagram, like, what are some things influencers do that you think are genius, that you think are hilarious, that you, that bother you? Anyways, do I sound like a broken record? Um, here are the responses I got from you guys. Uh, I thought they were pretty good. Um, first one says, um, when moms take the hot Halloween costume and put the kids in something ugly. I actually saw that. I noticed this a lot during Halloween. Like they always have these extravagant family Halloween costumes. And it's not that I wouldn't say like not all the time, like the kids are in something ugly, but you just know that the moms planned the Halloween costume around what they look good in. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> this doesn't even apply to just influencers, but that is something I noticed. Um, the next one says, saying I'm obsessed over every single item. This is, I think this is very much true. It's either like, oh, I'm so obsessed with this or this is cute. I can't tell you how many times I hear the word cute in one day, um, but I'm very guilty of this. So that, and some of these things I'm sharing, we're probably all guilty of it, whether influencer or not. Um, okay. <laughs> Next one. Um, sharing about products, you know, they don't care about just so they can get paid. Um, I want to say, I want to believe that everything influencers share, they genuinely love, but I, I feel like sometimes you can tell when they don't love it, but you knew they were going to get paid a lot of money to share about it. Um, so I don't know. I, I don't have too much of a problem with this though. Um, unless it sounds like really, really forced. I think that you can share about a product that you love. Um, well, eh, let me rephrase that. I think you can share about a product that you don't really like, but still share about it tastefully with like sharing your honest opinion. And I think the brand, I don't know. I don't know how it works with some brands. I've, I mean, I've worked with some brands, but they've never been like too picky. Cause I'm like, I'm like a, I don't have a hundred thousand followers. So I know some brands are like extremely picky about what you say and like sometimes they give you a script. Um, I don't know. I like to believe though that they really do care about the products that they're doing. But one thing I've always wondered, like I've had some brands reach out to me for 
some things and they're like, we want to give this to you. We want to pay you. And I'm like, cool. Like I would love to work with you, but like, what if you give me this product and I actually hate it? And then I signed a contract saying I would say, I love it. That's when I'm like, Hmm, I don't know. I've always wondered how that works. I usually just don't work with them if I'm have a feeling I might not love their product. I don't know how that works. Um, a lot of people said when they get on their Instagram stories saying, hi guys, just wanted to hop on. We all know that we all say this at one point. It's like, how can you not say it? Like anytime I've jumped on my Instagram story to like say if I have something to say, um, I like always catch myself wanting, like starting to say that, but then I'm like, no, 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 no. Like, I don't want to say that. It's just, it's just, I don't know why it sounds so natural, but it's just because we hear it so much, I guess. Um, they are always sharing links to things they own that are hundreds of dollars. Okay. I've noticed this a lot. Um, they'll be like, oh, you know, click the link to shop my outfit. And I'm like, that was a $900 outfit. Girl, we don't have $900 like you do. Maybe they got these items for free. I don't know. But some things too, like they've been doing, I've noticed this too. A lot of influencers are doing holiday gift guides because they can make money off of affiliate links for those. And one thing I've noticed is I've been clicking on these um, links and it will be like a gift guide for him. And it will have like, just like this basic white t-shirt and you click on it and it's like $45 when I'm like, I could literally buy Kendall the, that exact same t-shirt at Target for six bucks. You know what I'm saying? They always have to pick like the priciest stuff to include in their gift guide so they get more commission through their affiliate links. Does that make sense? I don't know. I'm not saying every influencer does these things that I'm sharing, but eh, I'd guess I'd say a majority of them do. Um, this next one says the, the, the question box, they, all they said in it was, why are all influencers vegan? <laughs> which I just thought was funny. I feel like a lot of influencers, they're always posting their workouts and they're always posting like their grocery hauls and what they eat in a day. And it's always like, first off, I'd be starving if I ate what they ate in a day. Second, I think every, like they probably ate like 500 calories worth of food. I know that's me. I'm totally joking on that. I'm sure it's a normal amount of calories, but it just doesn't seem like a lot of food, but you know, they spent like $400 on their whole day of food going to Whole Foods. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I don't know why. I mean, I get, I know it's like trendy and it's, it's good. Like it's healthy to eat healthy and it's good to do that. But sometimes I'm like, I don't get how some people are, I don't know, do it so well. I, I'm actually jealous of any influencer who works out every day, eats nothing but plants and <laughs> like looks really hot. I don't know. I, I would really enjoy um, something like that, except I, you know, you know me, I would need my sweets. Um, they always want to share their skincare routine when I doubt no one is even asking them about it. How many Instagram, I, I could count on like 500 million hands. How many times I've seen an influencer post and say, so I've had a lot of you asking about my skincare routine, which this is the thing about skincare routines that crack me up is everyone wants to know everyone's skincare routine, but guess what? Everyone has a different skin. So someone's skincare routine is not going to be like work for you. And they're like, oh, I know this works for me. I've been using these products for years. They're the best. Yes, they might be the best for you, but like I 
followed someone. They had amazing skin. They swore by a certain product. I got it and it literally just dried my skin out and I was like peeling because it was made me my skin so dry. I don't know. I just think we need to figure out. I mean, I know it's kind of hard to figure out where to start with skincare routines, so I can see in a way why they might be helpful. But if I'm being completely honest, I just don't think skincare like caring to know about someone's skincare routine is really beneficial. I think you need to like go to a dermatologist if you are trying to look for the best skincare routine. Um, I'm sorry. I feel like I'm, I, guys, this is me. I'm such a people pleaser and I'm, I always like want to share how I feel about things, but then I always worry I'm (laughs) like, I'm being mean. I hope I'm not sounding mean. Uh, I get so nervous. Okay. Um, last one, cause a lot of these were repeats, but this last one, um, they always love question boxes. And this is so funny to me. It'll be like, they get on Instagram and they're like, it's been a while. And they put up a question box, like ask me anything. And it's like, you literally just posted one of these on Tuesday and it's Thursday. You know what I'm saying? They always want to be asking your questions and they do that for engagement, just like spelling things wrong on purpose. So people will respond and tell them that they spelled it wrong. So they get more engagement on stuff. It's genius. So the question box one, honestly, I mean, it's, it's pretty genius because people will ask you questions, but sometimes I'm like, what else have you, what have you not answered about yourself? And then some influencers, I can't tell you how much I know about them just because of how often they do like question boxes on their Instagram stories. (sighs) Love influencers. Aren't they the best? Truly, I, I do love them so much. And I have a lot of friends who are, are like influencers and I think, I think they're great. And I truly, truly admire the work they do. For me, like if I had to post a TikTok four times a day, I would probably fall over and die because it's just too much work. It's too much work. I I couldn't do it. Okay. Uh, last thing I wanted to share before we close the podcast today, a little segment of segment. Wow. I said that weird of currently obsessed. And here I am saying the word obsessed. Um, but let, let's share. Um, because it might be a week or two before I come out with another podcast episode. So I wanted to share the things I've been loving. Um, first things first, I have been eating oatmeal for breakfast every day for like the last two weeks and I'm obsessed with it. I can't stop. Like every morning when I wake up, like I get so excited to eat my oatmeal and I've never really liked oatmeal. Um, but I had read that eating oatmeal and oats like helps um, boost your milk supply. And so I was like, I should probably like try this because there's some days where I'm like, I feel like my child is starving because I'm not giving her enough. I know she's not starving. I know she's getting enough, but sometimes I like, I don't know. I like to, I just like to do something to know that she's getting enough milk and I feel good about it. So I decided to try oats and this is what I've been doing and it's super easy and it tastes like cookie dough. So I'm going to share it with you. So you get a bowl of like quick oats. You can use um, like rolled oats too. It doesn't really matter, but I use quick oats cause it's quicker. <laughs> um, you get a bowl or like a mug and you put like half a cup of oats in it. And then you put like two thirds cup of your milk of choice, or you could do water. Um, and then you put like a tablespoon of nut butter. 
I have peanut butter. I also have like um, clean, simple eats. If you know them, they have different flavored nut butters. I have a cinnamon bun one and a brownie batter one. So then I just put like a tablespoon of that in and then a little bit of maple syrup, put it in the microwave for a minute or two, pull it out, mix it together and you have some very delicious oats and you can put like bananas on them, strawberries. I usually just put a little bit of like mini chocolate chips and it literally tastes like cookie dough. It is a little sugary with the maple syrup and, you know, peanut butter and chocolate chips, but it's still pretty good for you if you get like, I don't know, good nut butter, one that's not like super sugary, but it's the bomb and I eat it every morning for breakfast and I have not stopped for like two weeks. It's the best. So, um, I, I also, my TikTok is just covered in videos of how to make baked oats. I'm going to start trying to bake them in the oven, like on days where I'm feeling like fancy. Um, and you can like blend them and then like put them in the oven and it's like eating cake, but it's literally just like oats. I don't know. Anyways, love oats. Um, let's see. What else am I loving? Oh, her name is M Doodles Stuff. She's on TikTok. I don't know if I've mentioned her before on the podcast. Maybe I have. Um, but speaking of influencers, since we were just talking about them, she has this. So I guess her TikTok used to be like her like art page. Um, but she's now gotten into, um, she like, pretty much finds these influencers on Instagram who are pregnant and she tries to guess what they're going to name their baby, but it's like so funny and hilarious. Um, she just guesses influencers baby names or like why they chose their baby names. And it's so funny. I, I'm like so invested in her TikToks. They seriously get me. I love following her. Um, her sense of humor is just absolutely amazing. Um, another thing I'm obsessed with, and I've mentioned this on the podcast before too, but I want to talk more about her. Um, the Be There in Five podcast by Kate Kennedy. Um, I'm obsessed with her. If Since I didn't do like a big deep dive into the All Too Well song and I had so many things I wanted to share, one of the reasons I just felt like I couldn't put it out there was because I knew Kate was going to do it better than me and I know she's going to um, and you're going to learn more from her anyways. So I'm pretty sure sometime this week or next week she's going to have an episode all about um, Taylor Swift and her red Taylor's version album. So go check that out. She's like the biggest Taylor Swift fan I'm aware of. And I just like love her. Her her podcast, she it's like a longer podcast. So if you are going on like a really long drive, she's the podcast to listen to. Or if um, you know, you have something you need to do around your house and you have like two hours turn on her podcast. She's super fun to listen to. Um, her opinions on things are just like, I don't know. I just love her take on all of the things. Uh, I think she's awesome. And I'm so sad I couldn't go to her live show in Salt Lake City. Also, if any of you listen to her, let me know because I haven't really found anyone that I personally know who listens to her. So I'm going to get you hooked on Kate Kennedy's Be There in Five podcast. That's one thing I've been obsessed with and she's been keeping me sane since I haven't, I need to find a new TV show to watch you guys. I have been caught up on like all my TV shows. I stopped watching The Bachelorette. I was going to keep watching it because I really like Michelle. But after like the second episode, I just was like, I have no interest in this. So I'm not watching that. Um, and I have nothing to watch. I need some suggestions. Um, but because I haven't been watching 
any TV shows, I've been listening to the Be There in Five podcast because it's awesome. And it's just like, it's really fun to listen to. Um, one last thing I'll share with you that I'm obsessed with at the moment is reusable cotton pads. I bought some off of Amazon a couple weeks ago and they're like one of the best things I've ever purchased. I don't know why I didn't purchase these sooner. Um, I was always just buying like little cotton rounds from like Walmart or Target or whatever. And they're always pretty cheap, but like I hated always like running out of them and then needing to buy more. And anyways, I decided I'm like, why not just buy some reusable ones? And I looked them up on Amazon, found some, and they are the best. So I just put my makeup remover on it and I wipe off my makeup with them every night. And then I put them, they have like, it comes with like a little reusable mesh bag and you just put the cotton rounds in them like when you're done and then you can put them in the bag in the washer so they don't like go missing um but you just wash them in the bag and they've been working really well for me and I love them a lot they're like super like silky too on your skin I love them I will actually since there's links you everyone has access to putting a link in your bio now I'm gonna link all of my favorite um currently obsessed stuff in an Instagram story highlight for you guys this week. Um, so you can go through and like shop anything, you know, my affiliate links and stuff. Just kidding. I actually do have a, just set up an Instagram or what's it called? Uh, Amazon storefront. I got access to that. So I started that. I'm sure I'll only make like five cents a month off of it, but I'll link those on my Amazon store for you because I genuinely am obsessed with them. Um, <laughs> anyways, this ended up being longer than I thought of it. I'm proud of myself. Um, sorry, this was kind of a random episode, but it was kind of fun just to sit and chat with you guys. Um, I will be back as soon as I'm available to come back. I'm not going to make any promises because then I make promises and then I get stressed. And the reason I started this podcast is so I had an outlet where I could just be creative, be myself, hang out, have fun, and not have to stress about it. So um, I will be back as soon as possible um i'll keep you guys updated on instagram if you want to follow the club candid podcast instagram it's literally just at club candid podcast you can also follow my personal instagram if you're not already but i'm sure you are it's just at reggie ann r-e-g-g-i-e-a-n-n underscore um i love you guys a lot and i'm gonna miss you for the next week or two while i take some time to just get caught up on all the things um Thanks so much for listening. Please feel free to rate, review, and subscribe if you have not already. And I will see you next time. Bye-bye.